there were a lot of transfer portal additions throughout this kind of college football offseason, even in the middle of the season to an extent. And all of the eyes are obviously going to be on where transfer quarterbacks land. And while in this graphic you only see five, uh, there are plenty more. But these are the first five I kind of want to take on and, and see which one of these five will have the most impact at their transfer school. So we'll get into that. Make sure you go subscribe to the Takeover Sports Network. Right now we've got you covered for all college football, all NFL, all college basketball, and more to come. So make sure you go to the subscribe button right now. So let's start off. Jeff Sims transfers from Georgia Tech to Nebraska, a guy that I've been super excited about because he has all of the talent in the world. He's got all the talent in the world to not only go to the NFL one day if he puts all the tools together, but be a high caliber NFL starter. That's the kind of talent this guy has. 58% completion percentage of his career at Georgia Tech, 4,400 yards, 25 touchdowns, 23 interceptions, 1,100 rushing yards, and 11 touchdowns. So he's obviously got the dual threat ability. He's got a big frame. He's 6'3", 6'4", 225. Uh, you don't like the scene if you're a Nebraska fan in the interceptions, but to an extent, you don't always want to blame the system, right? Because there's a there's a accountability aspect of the system and the player, but sometimes the system isn't always right for 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 quarterbacks, right? And so Jeff Sims, I think, will leave Georgia Tech, and as he comes to Nebraska, and they're kind of rebuilt offense. Now this is all assuming he beats out Casey Thompson, but if he does, I think he's got a ton of potential and a really big time chance to have superstar success at Nebraska, especially considering the returning, the leading runner, running back and Anthony Grant, uh, wide receiver Marcus Washington, and then stud wide, wide receiver transfer from uh, University of Virginia, Billy Kemp. So he's a name to keep an eye on. The next quarterback, Tanner Mordecai from SMU, transferred to Wisconsin. I talk about him in a separate video too. He's got a ton of potential. He's a gunslinger, 67% completion rate at SMU, 700 yards, 700 yards, 72 touchdowns, only 22 interceptions. So he's efficient, and he's got a laser forearm. I broke down another video that he makes all the throws you can ask for. Sometimes he's got to figure out when to use that cannonball laser arm that he has. Sometimes he's got to figure out the tempo and the timing between receivers. And I think he's got a really good chance to do that at Wisconsin because of the revamped offense that Luke Fickle is going to bring there and the offensive corner that they're bringing in. They're going to have a different look at Wisconsin, and he's got a lot of help. He's got running back Braylon Allen, one of the best, but one of the best running backs in the country. A Wisconsin offensive line that, while they lose some pieces, is bringing in more and developing more. And then you have wide receivers uh, like Chamiri Dyke, Skylar Bell, Keontes Lewis, their top three leading receivers from last season. So Tanner Mordecai, I think, has a lot of potential, and I think think there's a Wisconsin offense and Wisconsin fans. I, I saw a lot of comments of, well, if we can get some pass catchers for for him or for Nick Evers in the future or Chase Wolf, who it may be that we can maybe have an offense, don't underestimate your talent around them. You have a, a dominant running back who I think will get better with a quarterback that can actually make throws. Graham Mertz couldn't do that. Chase Wolf couldn't do that. And Tanner Mordecai can do all of that. And I think he can help excel the playmakers on offense. Next one is Sam Hartman, arguably the biggest transfer uh, quarterback in the portal. Went from Wake Forest and landed at Notre Dame, premier school, 59% completion through his career, 13,000 yards in his career at Wake Forest, 110 touchdowns, 41 interceptions, uh, broke all kinds of records at Wake Forest, and is uh, probably the most coveted quarterback in the portal this season. I, I, I think going from Wake Forest, which is nothing wrong with that school, to Notre Dame is is a massive leap, uh, and I think Notre Dame was really coveting him. At Notre Dame, 
he gets around him in his supporting cast. Running back, uh, Audric Estime, wide receiver Lorenzo Styles, who's got a ton of talent and potential. And then Virginia Tech transfer, Caleb Smith, to put up some good numbers last season at Virginia Tech. So Sam Hartman, he's already kind of got everything you're looking for in a quarterback. He's got the he's got the numbers to back it up. He's relatively efficient. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. It's like a about a two to one uh touchdown interception ratio. And he's got some talent coming back. Uh, and he's playing for a for a hell of a coach, in my opinion, Marcus Freeman. Devin Leary goes from NC State to Kentucky, 60% completion rate, 6,800 yards, 62 touchdowns, only 16 interceptions. So he was also efficient. It's just he can he stay healthy? If he can stay healthy, he's can sling it with with the best of the best out there, truly. I mean, his 2021 season, 3,500 yards, 36 touchdowns, and like five or six interceptions. So he can do it with the best, was projected. And a a lot of people thought that NC State would have a chance to win the PAC, or excuse me, the the ACC this year. And injuries kind of derailed it, a bunch of other things. But when he's healthy, if he's healthy, he is truly one of the top quarterbacks out there. Same with Sam Hartman. Both those guys are, are stud quarterbacks. Kentucky returns two stud wide receivers, Barry and Brown uh, and Dane Key. And then they also add Ray Davis, a transfer running back from Vanderbilt, who had over a thousand yards rushing last year. So they're bringing some pieces back. Kentucky's offense really struggled last year, even with, uh, you know, a, a future or potential first round pick in the NFL draft and quarterback Will Levis. And I say potential, he's going to be a first round pick, just a matter of where. And so Devin Leary has some of that kind of talent and potential. It's just can the offense around him produce? And can he stay healthy? If he can, watch out for Kentucky because they're dangerous. And then the last on this list for this episode is Hudson Card. Came from Texas, uh, played more this year because of some injuries to Quinn Ewers. So in spot duty, 70% completion rate, 928 yards and six touchdowns, only one pick. Uh, looked really good in spot duty for Quinn Ewers. Looked, I mean, he, he impressed a lot of people, not just in that Texas program, but in the college ball landscape, which is why he was able to um, – I don't think he went up – from Texas to Purdue, Texas is a better program than Purdue. They're ranked, got more potential, but he didn't move too far down, right? Sometimes you see a lot of quarterbacks, even Power Five or big time programs, go from, you know, Texas down to a lower tier group of five school. And, and Hudson Carr did not do that. And he's going to go in with a great chance to start. Austin Burton is there at Purdue. He's going to have to battle it out with. Uh, but he returns running back Devin Mockaby, the former walk-on freshman running back who just lit it up this season. Uh, and then wide receiver TJ Sheffield, but they lose a lot of production. Production. Charlie Jones, the stud receiver who transferred from Iowa to Purdue. Payne Durham, the tight end, who's going to get picked in the NFL draft for sure. And so that's going to be a difficult spot if they can't reduce, re, if they can't reproduce some of that production from the 2022 and 2021 season. Uh, in the end, I think the, the kind of order of who is the most successful goes like this and let me know in the comments if you agree and this is just these five this isn't even to say that uh the person who i think will have the most success does it more over dj on or Shadur sanders i'm going to cover a video with them as well but with these five this is the order i think the most success goes in this might surprise you number one i think has the best college career at their new school jeff sims now i'm taking a little bit of a bet here because he's not the most established one of this list but I think he has the most talent. And I think Matt Rule and Nebraska are really changing things there. And they are going to change this offense. And they have playmakers around him. They added uh, additions along the offensive line. They have pieces and parts on defense. They're going to make major changes. And he's going to be a focal point. I think he beats out Casey Thompson to start. I don't know if Casey Thompson, uh, he's kind of in his sixth year. He can't transfer anywhere. It's too late for that. And so I think Jeff Sims 
is going to have the most success at Nebraska. Number two, Sam Hartman, just because of his talent level, because of his proven ability and the situation he's going to. It's a good spot at Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's just been craving for, for a good quarterback, um, and not just a good quarterback, or a great quarterback for quite a while now. I think he's got a good chance to not just succeed, but be one of those top quarterbacks next season. Number three, Tanner Mordecai. And one through three is not that big of a gap. Like, I think you could make an argument to exchange any of those, you know, one through three guys back up from three to one or, or two to three or so on and so forth. Tanner Mordecai is a gunslinger, like I talked about. And with the additions that Wisconsin has made uh, in their coaching staff with Luke Fickle and the way that they're going to change that identity, he's got a really good chance to light it up at Wisconsin and drive Wisconsin to heights that they have not seen. I. I, I saw a lot of Wisconsin, not a lot. I saw a couple of Wisconsin fans that were talking about, we don't need to change the identity. You do need to change the identity a little bit, right? The, the, the previous identity of Wisconsin of only being this smash mouth team on defense and power running, it worked to an extent. It worked to get you 10 win seasons, to get you to a big 10 championship game, to have good seasons, to be highly ranked for a little bit. But it resulted in two big 10 championships in the last uh, in the last 23 years, I think it is one in the last 11 years and no college ball playoff appearances. If you want to take that next step, Tanner Mordecai is the guy to do that for next season. And they could make a jump very, very quickly. Uh, number four is Devin Larry. And a lot of this hinges on his health. And a lot of this hinges on just what I saw from Kentucky last year. They have talent. They really do. But uh, there's just something about maybe it's just the, the PTSD from watching Kentucky's offense last year. And I hope it succeeds for both of them, both the offense and Devin Leary individually. And I think there's a good chance for it to do that, but they're going to have to make some changes in terms of protecting the quarterback. They have to get better on the offensive line. They're going to need their playmakers to step up and they can, and if they can step up and if Devin Leary can stay healthy, he's going to have some big time success there. And then number five Hudson card. And it's nothing against his talent. I do think he's a solid quarterback. It's just the production you're going to lose um, from the offensive side at Purdue is going to be tough. Now, Purdue, we have seen with Aiden O'Connell, is favorable for quarterbacks that can sling it. So I think Hudson Card will have success, will will start in 2023 and be able to sling it and put up some numbers. It's just being in a division where you play a defense like Illinois, you play a defense like Minnesota, Iowa, you probably go across, I haven't looked their full schedule yet, and play maybe Michigan or Penn State. It's going to be tough and your numbers are going to be skewed a little bit sometimes. So I think Hudson Card finds success, but not as much as the other four. So, again, in order, you got Jeff Sims, number one, Sam Hartman, number two, Tanner Mordecai, three, Devin Leary, four, Hudson Card, five. Let me know who you think is going to have the most success, if that was the right order or the wrong order. Let me know what you think in the comments from all different kinds of uh, fans out there and covering Big Ten, uh, independence with Notre Dame, SEC a little bit. Uh, so let me know what you think. I'll do another video for the other the quarterback transfers that I did not cover, but let me know what you think in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the Takeover Sports Network. Follow me on Twitter at DonnieMac98. Follow the, the show at Big Ten Takeover on Twitter and the network at Takeover Pods on Twitter. And of course, we are partnered with Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can use the promo code Takeover for 100% instant deposit match up to $100. They, you can pick two to five players and over-under on their projections in mixed sports and went up to 10 times on any entry. You've got an easy-to-use mobile app both in the App Store and Google Play. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. So, again, use the promo code TAKEOVER for 100% instant deposit match on prize picks. For the network, for the show, I am Donovan White, and I will see you all next time.